Fierce Women Writing is a partner of We Need Diverse Books, a nonprofit that advocates for diversity in children's and young adult publishing at every level. They have many programs that support this mission, including grants, mentorships, and retreats for writers, classroom book giveaways, an app for diverse book recommendations, and others. Learn how you can help them put more books featuring diverse characters into the hands of all children at weneeddiversebooks.org. Welcome to Fierce Women Writing, where female voices are elevated, creativity is ignited, and writers are inspired. Hey there, Fierce Writers. Today's guest is Marina Carrera. Marina Carrera is a queer, Luso-American poet artist from Newark, New Jersey. She's the author of Dantu Dantu, forthcoming from Kevin Carey Press in 2022, Save the Bathwater, and I Sing to the Bird, Knowing It Won't Sing Back. She's also the curator of Divine Feminist, an anthology of poetry and art by women and non-binary folks. She's exhibited her art at Morris Museum, Artfront Galleries, West Orange Arts Council, Monmouth University Center for the Arts, among others. Here's Marina Carrera, reading from her poetry. Prayer to Saint Philomena A viuva once told me, pray to Philomena, that she grant your daughter's immunity from every serpent oil sold them on Instagram. You, meek little statue on my sill, charged with making all the difference, in shielding them from horrors I've imagined twice over before this pandemic began. By a faith older than man's imagination, free them from the sparkly vice this world uses on girls, the one where nothing squeezes through but expensive perfume and feathered stationery, mink lashes and red bottoms, diamond-studded phones and tiny waists. Let this too pass so that I can say we didn't survive a goddamn plague for you to turn around and think youth is a Kardashian face and 5,000 TikTok likes. Your foremothers didn't endure apocalypse after apocalypse for you to be so basic as to believe you were not more than the madness spoon-fed you by patriarchy and diet culture. Philomena, child martyr who traded virginity for salvation, knowing nothing of either, scourged, drowned, shot, and decapitated by men old enough to be your father, Save all women from the myths that did you in. May the only anchor that weighs us be our beloved's heart. May the only arrows we strike be towards our demons. What the Water Gave Me, after Frida Kahlo's 1938 painting. The name where everyone forgets the N or adds another A, making me Maria or Mariana, or any other immigrant's daughter, or where boats live, or of the sea. The ephemera of my grandfather, spools, needles, and tins of thread, crisply folded dollar bills that shine like emeralds in bathwater. The twins' reflection once tinted steel against the buzzing skyline. The Dairy Queens and Bodega Kings looking for loose change on the riverbank, the dresses that never made me the woman my mother hoped for, 
the birds never returned to a vase cage. The respite from dark woods after dark-hearted men took what they never asked for. All the lovers I buried with beautiful lamentations, all the siblings I drowned and the one I couldn't, all the seahorses carrying my daughter's dreams, all the carnations blooming from my wife's palm. At the foot of this claw-footed haven, blood-red toes like black holes at the center of a galaxy dazzling with fire and ice, I dizzy in my own becoming. Tantu Tantu Last night, I dreamt Oliver's wild geese or arrows pointing towards the pink-blue horizon I wrestled with in my youth. Each bird indicating here, here, and there are pockets of air ready to be filled with everything we are capable of. Mounting red mares, taming them with the tightening of our teeth. Emptying rivers so that where a child thirsts, we pool their palms. Taking pictures of posies, lavender, poinsettia, and dill seeing Lord's face in each one, breaking rock open like pomegranate to find the lost scriptures of Rich, Gibson, Winehouse, and Hurston. There are so many ways I can learn to take my coffee if you make it, so many gorgeous ways a bear can sleep. Thank you so much for reading for us today. Welcome to the show, Marina. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Sarah. Marina, what are the ideal conditions for you to write? Ideal conditions for writing um, certainly include a room with no children. Uh, I would say uh, a space for me that's brightly lit and um, an endless supply of coffee. But I feel like that's a, a dream, right? That's that's the dream conditions. Uh, the truth be told, I I am able, I think, to write and create in spaces where I am surrounded by my children's noise, by, by my, my dogs barking, by, um, you know, the hum of, of, of the heater and, and sort of all the little minutia noise that surrounds us. Um, I have, I'm lucky enough to be able to sort of, you know, tune all those things out in order to create, but, you know, a quiet, solitary, you know, day at the desk by a window and, and, and like endless coffee is, 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 a, is the dream. How do you nurture your creativity? So I, I find uh, nowadays I call myself a creator more than anything else um, because I, I work with two mediums, right? I work with poetry and I work with visual art. So I, I'm able to have, you know, lucky for me, my feet in, in both worlds. Um, there are things that I feel words can't articulate um, that I need to express. And I use uh, a, a very physical, a uh, visual medium. And that's where I, I go to canvas, right? That's where I go to paint. That's where I go to collage. That's where I go to um, sculpture and mixed media. When I do feel like I have the language uh, to express um, an idea, um, you know, a uh, a thought, a feeling, an emotion, a sentiment, uh, a commentary, essentially. Um, that's when, when I go to poetry. 
um, and I nurture it by constantly reading and constantly surrounding myself with with artwork. Um, I I happen to believe that art is everywhere um, and poetry is everywhere. You just have to open yourself up and and realize that it, it's all around us and really you know embrace looking for it. What is your best writing tip? My best writing tip would be to write through fear. Um, I saw Sandra Cisneros read at the last Dodge Poetry Festival I attended. And that was her, I think, most valuable piece of advice, at least for me, right, as her fan and as a fellow writer, was to write through fear. Write the things that scare you. Um, write the the stories that you are too afraid to tell because those are the ones that not only you need to sort of purge, right, but that you need to sit with, um, to sit with that discomfort in order to um, move on from it, right, and um, to be able to uh, provide testimony to things that haunt and fear all of us, right, whether that's the loss of a loved one, whether that's some kind of trauma, whether that's, um, you know, a, a fear that you may have, whether it's, you know, arachnophobia or agoraphobia, we're all scared of something, and there are things that plague us, um, with, with, you know, um, anxiety and sadness. And, uh, I think to, to, you know, sit with those things and flesh them out via writing or via creating in whatever medium you use, I think is, is really important. What about editing and revising tips? Good question. Um, I find myself constantly going back to work and, 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 you know, editing and revising, but I do think that um, there is, you know, despite, I forget who the famous poet is or writer that says a poem is never finished, just abandoned. Um, I, I don't know if I feel that way anymore. I do feel that there is work that is complete and I feel like, you know, it's complete once you read it back to yourself and, it, it no longer feels like it's just about you or your experience or something that you thought of. Um, I think a work is complete when it belongs to the rest of the world. So I edit up until that point. Once I no longer feel like the poem is just mine or speaking to just my experience. What do you do when you're trying to overcome a block? So I don't really believe in, in writer's block. I believe that there um, are times where you, you, your body, your mind, your psyche, your spirit are ready to create something and bring it to life. And there are times where your body and your mind and in also all parts of you kind of shut down and, and need a break, right? Um, I've come to feel like the times where I'm not producing are the times where I'm sort of giving myself the freedom and the, the, the spiritual and mental capacity to maybe direct my attention to other things. Um, so I, I don't, I don't really believe that there's a block anymore. I believe there's just, you know, the, the time and place and energy to create, and then there's time to rest and time to let go and um, maybe, you know, look at other things in the world. What would you say is your biggest writing challenge right now? That's a hard question. Um, 
I, I don't think I've really felt challenged so much in my process. Um, I have, I have uh, my second collection coming out in 2022 in the spring called Dantu Dantu. And I think the challenge with that book is going to be, um, you know, not feeling so exposed. Um, I really write from a place of, of fearlessness in that book um, as a queer first generation daughter of immigrants. Uh, and uh, I, I write very deeply and personally, not only about my body, but about the person I love. Um, and that's to, to be that vulnerable and that open with essentially everybody um, is something that I have to say is a little scary. Um, and I guess that's the biggest challenge is, is, is knowing that, you know, this work is now, um, you know, belongs to the world, but also, you know, is, is a big reflection of, of my most intimate parts. Tell me about the relationship between your physical and mental health and your writing. When I was younger, I always said that poetry was my therapy, right? And I think that's a very sort of teenage, young adult, angsty response to creating. Um, and, and while it did serve as, as a big form of therapy for me, uh, I feel like the, my relationship now between creating art and poetry and my mental health is um, one just speaks to the other. Um, I, even in my worst moments of anxiety and depression and um, ADHD, all things I suffer from, I am able to process and work through these things through art and through poetry. So um, one doesn't necessarily block the other. Um, they sort of work hand in hand where um, it's just, you know, my work has become a form of me working through and essentially even documenting where I'm at, you know, at a certain point in time in my life. What are your thoughts on writing as activism? As, as someone who believes that the personal is political um, and that every part of us is political, there's no way that writing cannot be activism, right? If we are essentially providing um, testimony to our lived experiences as poets, as creators. Um, and that lived experience is a political statement. Um, in writing about um, my lived experience as a queer, um, cis, able-bodied, uh, first-generation daughter of immigrants, um, my whole existence is sort of political commentary, right? Um, especially in a world that still wrestles with with the ideas of, or, 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 or let me be specific, a country that is very much has a very complicated and terrible relationship with the idea of immigration, migration, um, and queer and queer women. Uh, I feel like any any writing I do speaks to all of these um, idea, all of these causes in a sense, and um, really writes to support uh, LGBTQ folks, first generation folks, um, immigrant folks, um, women of color, queer queer people, um, sort of all these marginalized voices. I feel like there's there's no way writing cannot be activism, especially from if you're writing from a place of struggle. Can you tell us a little bit about your experiences with publishing your work? I think in my MFA, um, my biggest worry was how am I going to turn, you know, my work into something 
that people want to read um, into something that will be interesting enough for someone to pick up my work and say, I'm going to give this person's, um, you know, art, a sh- you know, a, a, a shot, right? I'm going to listen to what this person has to say. Um, fortunately for me, I have a huge network of um, poets um, and writers and creators and artists uh, that really um, have helped me in my journey to publishing. Um, shout out to Get Fresh Books, who published my first work, Save the Bathwater. Um, you know, I'm forever indebted to this press, which is um, a very grassroots um, organization, nonprofit uh, publishing press that really works to center marginalized voices of all kinds and and, and give these voices, um, you know, a, a, a place in in the literary canon. Um, so I was very fortunate to to create a writing community based around Get Fresh Publishing, um, and even now working um, or getting to work with Cavan Carey Press, which is a New Jersey based. Uh, or a, pr- a press, that's very important to me to be able to not only support local presses, but to um, sort of keep my work, you know, here at home, right? Keep um, keep my ideas and 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 my testimony of 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 my world, right? As a creator, um, to keep it local, to keep it you know, not in the as much as grassroots and to keep it um, within the community that I love so much and, and, and um, you know, create, continue to create alongside every day. Who are one or two other women writers or creators we should be aware of right now? So I don't have one or two, but I have a group of them. Um, I am fortunate enough to be part of a New Jersey-based feminist poetry collective called Write On Poetry Babes. Um, We read, write, and support all things women, queer, trans, and BIPOC. And uh, we are composed of Griselle Acosta, Dr. Griselle Acosta, who has a new book out uh, called Things to Pack on the Way to Everywhere, which is phenomenal. Um, we have Lynn McHenry, who is a, a fantastic writer. Um, her her book, um, Another Wet Landscape, is published by Get Fresh. Tamara Hart, uh, as well, is published by Get Fresh Books. Her book, uh, Tell Me Something Good, is is amazing. Um, so is um, Isabel uh, Y. Gonzalez. She's also part of the collective. Her book, Wild Invocations, is a wonderful um, manifesto about brown women. Um that I think everyone needs to read. Uh, Paula Neves um, has work, has a chapbook out with Finishing Line Press, uh, Capricornicopia, wonderful, wonderful work on um, being first-generation Portuguese America, American in, in Newark, New Jersey, much like my own story. And uh, lastly, Kathleen Kremens, uh, who is a poet, uh, based right now in Wa- Maplewood, New Jersey, who has a chapbook coming out next year um, with Finishing Line Press called Undressing the World. So these women um, are not only my my sister wives, that I've, as I lovely, lovingly refer to them now, but um, they, they are brilliant, brilliant poets who offer um, so, who write along the intersections of what it means to be a woman in America, um, nowadays. And um, I, I really want to shout them out. And and, and um, I encourage everyone to read uh, their work and follow them. Um, we are on Instagram um, at write on poetry babes. Um, 
so yeah, if you if you follow that that account, um, you'll you'll be able to uh, discover all of those amazing women I just listed. And where can listeners find you online? So I, I, I did a very adult thing and I created my own website. Um, it's uh, hellomarinacarrera.com. And that uh, will, you know, lead you to um, sort of a, a lot of a lot of different resources where you can get in touch with me and you can see some of my artwork. You can read some of my poetry. Um, it has links on where you can order um, both my chapbook and my first collection. Um, yeah, that's hellomarinacarrera.com. Now it's time for our writing prompt. Remember, the important part is keeping your pen moving. You can always edit later. Right now, we just want to write something new and see what happens. Here's Marina with your prompt. In the spirit of the anthology that I curated for Get Fresh Books, which is called Divine Feminist, an anthology of art and poetry by women and non-binary folks, I encourage all the writers and creatives out there to consider where or how do you locate the divine in your own life? Wasn't Marina Carrera just fantastic? She made me want to read all of her poetry. Her book Save the Bathwater is out now from Get Fresh Books, as is the collection she curated called Divine Feminist. Her forthcoming book is called Dantu Dantu and will be released by Calvin Carey Press in 2022. I'm Sarah Gallagher, and this is Fierce Woman Writing. I'll be back next Thursday with another episode. Until then, keep writing. Become a supporting member of the podcast with a monthly contribution at FierceWomenWriting.com. Get more writing prompts and engage with other writers on our Instagram page at Fierce Women Writing. Remember, women is spelled with an X. You can also help us reach more writers by sharing this episode with a friend and subscribing, downloading, and reviewing the podcast. Thank you for listening.